Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 19th of December 2023 Hong Kong Stories Podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Hearty hellos go out to our fellow Hong Kongers both here and around the world. We hear you, Hong Kong, and we are listening. This past year has been filled with new starts, restarting live workshops and gathering tales for future shows. Hong Kong Stories is resilient, just like this city. And the students. We can't wait to hear the voices of our students telling their own stories in March. If you're a Hong Kong-based student or you know someone who is, this is the time to write up a true first-person story and send it to the link on the website before the 14th of January, 2024, for a chance to be able to tell the story live on stage. The theme this year is belonging, and the website is hongkongstories.com. That's hongkongstories.com. Pitches are available for our January live show as well, which has the theme, Buy a Hair. Find all the information at hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. And now from a story from our May 2023 show, which had the theme, All at Sea. Here is Madeline. My classmates, all nine of them, were looking for a place to take their audition material. We were in our third year drama, drama, end of our third year drama, and they were looking to be actors. I decided in my second year already that acting is not for me. So, because, well, I wanted to be in the theater, but not acting. And more importantly, I already had a job. A friend of mine got me probably illegally, but that's another story, a list of all the film companies in South Africa. Now, the film industry in South Africa is and was alive and very well, but it was small. On this list was about 30 houses, and they were listed in importance and success, basically. Amongst the first three, I saw a name that I recognize, Nikki Alish. Nikki was my drama teacher in high school, and of all the arrogance of youth, I thought, he'll remember me, so I phoned. He did. And what is more, he had a job for me. Mimosa House, for which he worked, was going to go soon after my graduation in pre-production of a period piece for television. And... They were looking for an assistant wardrobe mistress. Now, like I said, successful but small. Two people, wardrobe. The main girl, her name was Yvonne, and me. And Nikki organized an interview for me. So I went, and about 10 minutes before the real interview, Nikki spoke to me and he said, Madeleine, this is a job that many very successful and established wardrobe people have actually applied for, and you have no experience. But I've asked Nikki to give you a chance. You need to play the part. Um, you, what do you mean? You have to say yes to any question that Don asks you. Like improv class? Exactly. So I met Don. He's this Tall, very handsome, very powerful man, very well known in the industry. And he asked me, can I sew? Yes. Do I mind to have long hours? No, even though it should be a yes question. Do I, um, can I cope with moody actors? Yes. 
Can you drive? Yes. Nikki, who was watching me like, like a hawk, knew immediately that that was the question that was improvised. Don offered me the job right there and then. He said later that he enjoyed my enthusiasm. And Nikki said to me afterwards, don't worry, I will cover for you. Whenever you need to go anywhere, I can drive you or I will find somebody to drive you. Pre-production starts. The film industry is amazing. You get two distinct groups. Of course, it's the main guys, Nikki and Don, but there are two groups. There are the cast, and because Mimosa House is well known, this is the most famous actors in South Africa. They are professional, they are chic, and they are aloof. And then there are the crew. Now, the crew is edgy, they are dark, very, very talented, and I'm proud to be part of them. During production, three months later, the long hours started. Now, by this time, I thought I was going to get away with not driving. First of all, Nicky protected me, as he promised. Everybody was driving me anywhere. And, and he started giving me driving lessons after hours. But the production starts. We're working on location. Sometimes we go till 11 o'clock at night. Sometimes we start at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's fantastic. It's a buzz. It's a wonderful atmosphere. We work hard and we party hard. So one night, the crew jumped into a bus. We are going to drink. Let's face it, there were some recreational activities also going on. But I, at the end of that night, was the most sober person. So I had to drive us back. Someone just put a key in my hand and said, you go, girl. And then they all piled in the back of the combi, and there I was. And I'm thinking, I am out at sea. I have no idea how to do this. Stay calm. Pray. Clutch. Gear. Release the clutch slowly. First gear. Go. Clutch. Gear. Release the clutch slowly. Second gear, I'm doing it. Third, fourth, I get us back to the hotel. It is wonderful. I'm so in love with myself, so much so that the next day, I'm cocky. So Don asks me to please go and fetch something. I can't remember what. And before Nicky can make his move, I jump in the combi. And I am clutch gear. Release the clutch. Reverse gear. Straight into a wall. <laughs> there are absolute silence. Everybody's gawking at me, even the aloof cast. I am wishing to turn invisible. Nikki is turning an interesting shade of green. Don is walking to the window slowly. Knocks. You can't drive, can you? No, Don, I'm, I'm sorry, I lied to you. Well, promise me that you will never get behind the wheel of any of my vehicles again. That was it. No retribution. Well, I did turn into a bit of a hero amongst the crew who remembered through the fog that I drove them home. And what I ha do I have about that experience now? I have fallen forever in love with the film industry. And... I've learned how to drive. 
Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.